Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome friends to another r slash am I the jerk video. We've got a lot of questions ahead of us to answer, but the first one is could you hit the like and subscribe buttons down below? That said, our first story of the day is by Super Sharn. Am I the jerk for asking that my daughter not share a room with a special needs kid? I, 35 year old female, have 4 kids, 10 year old female, 6 year old male, 4 year old female, and 1 year old female. Our eldest Izzy is 10. She's a doll. My son Luke has autism and ADHD and, while lovable, can be a bit of a handful at times. Therefore, Izzy's witness to both the fun and not-so-fun parts of neurodiversity and has developed saintly patience and a knack for helping special needs kids with a sense of maturity beyond her years. Particularly notable is her kindness with Maisie, a girl in her class with autism and severe anxiety, which has worsened as a result of the tumult of the last few years. Izzy's help to Maisie has been brought to my attention before, and I'm a super proud mama. Next weekend, the school's taking my daughter's class on a trip, and on Thursday, Izzy's teacher asked her to be in a room with Maisie, saying it would make Maisie happy. Maisie has intense separation anxiety and has never been away from home before, but framing it as a choice. Always obedient and wanting to do good by her teachers, Izzy agreed but came home crying, saying that she didn't want to be with Maisie because she wanted a break from having to be stressed so others can be happy. This made my heart break and I know more than anyone that my daughter deserves a chance to be a kid, as in all the lockdowns, she didn't have her usual outlets of sports clubs and had to spend a lot of time with a cranky Luke whose routine had been destroyed and a toddler who was very excited to have her big sis at home. While my husband and I always tried to do one-for-one activities, it admittedly got harder once his furlough ended and I unexpectedly got pregnant with our youngest. Luke also found the baby difficult sensory-wise, so whichever parent was intending to the baby often had to be elsewhere with Luke, meaning not as much attention was on Izzy as we would have liked. I feel so bad that my daughter's had a rough ride and, frankly, want to give her a chance to be a little girl instead of an adult. I contacted her teacher, who's aware of the situation with Luke, who agreed that letting Izzy have a break would be a good thing. Today, the school spoke to Maisie's mom, informing her of Maisie's room on the trip. I know the girls in the room and they're lovely, but she was clearly unhappy. She asked me to ask Izzy again. When I said that it was her choice and I have to respect it, she went on a tirade on how I was bringing Izzy up to be intolerant, how Maisie will feel that Izzy's abandoned her, and how I would feel if it was my son. She's now considering pulling Maisie out of the trip as she feels she would not cope with her separation anxiety without Izzy. My husband thinks it's the school and Maisie's mom's job, not Izzy's, to accommodate her, but her comments are ringing in my head. After all, I'm not just Izzy's mom, but also Luke's. And as much as I worry about her missing out, I worry about him being isolated too. I know exactly how Maisie's mom feels and how much it sucks, yet I'm not doing the one thing to alleviate her pain. Am I the jerk? So I think OP's not the jerk for asking that they don't share the room, 
Because the simple thing is, while those kids have needs and it's a difficult situation, I think what you need to keep focus on is Izzy's experience. At 10 years old, they want to be a kid and just experience this trip on their own, not having to be saddled down with some extra worry or burden or concern. If other kids get neglected because whoever doesn't care enough to actually watch them or properly accommodate them, that sucks, but I don't think it should come at the expense of this 10-year-old's trip or their experience with it. Do you guys agree with me? Let me know down in the comments below. Our next story is by NewDrover72. Am I the jerk for refusing to drive the neighbor's child home from school when he called me an F-slur? I'm an 18-year-old in high school. I bought myself my first car this year and buy my own gas. But my parents let me put the car on their insurance instead of getting my own in exchange for a few chores, including driving my neighbor's child home from school occasionally when the parents are working late. Last Friday, my parents asked me to pick the neighbor's boy Kyle up from school. He's a high school freshman, but he skipped a grade so he's younger than usual. Maybe better academically, but honestly, he's immature even for his age. Also, for context, I'm a lesbian, and just a week ago I asked my crush to be my girlfriend, and she said yes. Now, another thing about me is driving. I'm new and my parents have told me it's really important not to be distracted driving. If there's ever a distraction, like my brother's misbehaving, I should pull over and not drive again until I can drive without a distraction. They don't let me drive my friends yet or anyone but my brother and Kyle because they could be a distraction. So I was driving my brother and Kyle home last Friday and Kyle says, I heard you're an F slur, but he didn't censor himself. I had just pulled out of the school driveway and gone maybe 30 feet. I pulled over, parked the car in someone's driveway and turned around and said, excuse me, what did you just say? And he goes, are you an F slur? And I go, I have a girlfriend, but you can't be using that word ever, you hear me? He said, so you're an F-slur then? And I said, did your father or mother teach you that word? He said, no, everyone knows that's what you are. I asked where he learned that word. Was it at home? He said, no, he wasn't an R word, he knows what it means. I said that if he spoke one more word, I was kicking him out of the car and that I was going to speak to his parents. He said, what, you gonna go tattle like a baby because I'm stating the obvious? Everyone says it. I started the car again and drove back to the school. I parked there and told him to come with me to the office. He wouldn't, so I walked to the office alone and asked the guidance counselor for help. There was a freshman boy who wouldn't leave my car, was calling me slurs, and needed his parents to come pick him up or someone to help find him the correct bus. She went out and brought him to the office, and I went home with my brother. I told my parents what had happened, but they apparently got a call from the neighbors first, who'd been called at work by the school. They were furious I caused problems with the next door neighbors, saying I should have just driven him home, and they could have had a talk with his parents. I said he was distracting me, and they had told me I can't drive with distracting people in the car, and they said I was twisting their words. Am I the jerk for not taking the kid home? So first of all, OP's not a jerk. Second, OP literally was not twisting their words. OP said that they instructed them not to drive anyone around that was distracting. Well, that's probably about as distracting as a person as you could possibly get. I just think it's disappointing that the parents are willing to kind of overlook and downplay the situation at hand here, just because they would rather play diplomacy with the neighborhood. Our next story is by NeitherZone7890. Am I the jerk for keeping an inheritance for my ex-husband's homophobic family? I, 33-year-old female, married my childhood best friend John, 33-year-old male, when we were 22. 
I knew he was gay and we decided to get married for several reasons. Taxes, convenience, to keep his family from finding out, etc. I got along with his family, who loved me. John had med school paid for by his family. I didn't have a job and instead became a full-time caretaker for his maternal grandparents who, when we got first married, were 85 and 87 and were dealing with multiple health problems. John's family supported us both financially through John's medical training. Once John got his MD and finished residency three years ago, he decided to come out to his parents. We got divorced. We decided against telling the family that I knew all along. John's parents cut him off completely when he moved in with his boyfriend, basically disowning him. His grandparents weren't told about him being gay. Everyone was pretty much in agreement that it wasn't a good idea, as they were quite fragile physically and mentally at this point, but they knew we divorced. And whereas John used to come see his grandparents frequently, because his parents had disowned him, John decided to pretty much limit contact with his entire family and never really visited or called. On the other hand, I had been his grandparents' main caretaker for so long that I, one, didn't have any other career training to support myself, two, figured it would make sense for me to continue being their caretaker as they were rapidly declining and didn't want them to adjust poorly to a lot of new changes. I moved into his grandparents' home with them. While I was angry at John's parents for their resentment of him, I still loved his grandparents who had always been kind to me. When they passed, within a few weeks of each other, his grandfather ended up willing almost their entire estate to me, about 12 million in assets. John and his mom each received about 50,000. John and I discussed it, and I felt it was fair that he received a higher proportion, and were both happy and comfortable with how we divided it. His parents, on the other hand, had expected to receive the bulk of the inheritance and accused me of abusing his grandparents and manipulating them into willing almost everything to me. Apparently, they had made some business decisions assuming they would receive the money. They also argued that they would have gone ballistic if they knew John was using their money to fund his lifestyle. I honestly hadn't thought of their will at all when they passed. It had never come up. But I feel John deserves the money after the way his parents treated him. And John tells me I deserve to be taken care of after I spent more than a decade of my life caring for his grandparents. Are we the jerks for keeping the inheritance when his parents had made plans based on their assumptions of the inheritance? So to answer OP's question, I think absolutely not. The point of inheritance is to pass stuff down to people the way you want it to, right? Even if they're not directly related, like OP said, they took care of those grandparents for over a decade. To those people who were growing frail, had medical issues, with OP there to take care of them for all that time and stuck with them even after the divorce, they were probably the single most important person in their lives and meant a lot to them. So no, it's all up to OP how they want to deal with their inheritance, and they can split it with John all they want. Our next story is by Throw ROA Tiara. Am I the jerk for letting my daughter wear a tiara to my cousin's wedding? My 32-year-old female, daughter Chloe, 4-year-old female, has a fascination with princesses. She loves the color pink, wears only dresses, and has an array of tiaras she wears everywhere except at preschool where she can't, but she does have it in her backpack. My cousin, 33-year-old male, Alex, invited us to his wedding, which was this past Saturday. Chloe was excited because she got to dress up and stay dressed up the entire time. She also couldn't wait to see the bride's dress. She asked if she could wear her princess tiara, and I said of course. We got to the wedding on time. 
However, the start time was delayed for unknown reasons. 15 minutes after it was supposed to start, one of the bridesmaids came out and told me that the bride Jen, 31-year-old female, was refusing to come out because my daughter was wearing a tiara. I thought she was joking, but she wasn't. Apparently, the bride was also wearing a tiara and wanted to be the only one wearing it. I told the bridesmaid that Chloe loves tiaras and always wears them. The bridesmaid said, not today she isn't, and told me it needed to be removed. I said no. The bride is a grown woman and was being petty over a child's tiara. The bridesmaid left for a couple of minutes and then Alex himself came out. He told me to leave. I asked why and he said because I won't tell Chloe to take off her tiara. I said this was ridiculous and Alex said it's not my wedding and when I get married, then Chloe can wear one to mine but then I'm officially uninvited regardless. Others around me told me to just take off and I wouldn't. Alex's mom came over and escorted us out. Chloe was upset and crying because she feels she did something wrong and I'm upset because I can't believe someone would be jealous over a literal four-year-old. I also feel bad because Chloe was really looking forward to seeing Jen's dress because she loves wedding dresses. But literally no one is on my side. Am I the jerk? So I can't pretend that I know the ins and outs of wedding etiquette. But I can say, while I do think the bride getting so upset about a kid wearing a tiara is a little much, it is their wedding and they deserve to have it the way they want. So if they came to you and said, the bride of the wedding, you know, the people that are hosting this whole thing, said they would prefer if you don't wear the tiara, you should try and respect that if you can. And you standing there and going, no, she's a kid, she deserves to wear it, is a pretty Karen move, even if it's a little extra for them to be upset about it. And our final story of the day is by Salt Celebration 892 Am I the jerk for telling my brother that his and his fiancé's choices for their wedding are offensive and ridiculous? My brother's getting married and he's excited to share details with us for the wedding. We all offer to help whenever they needed to. At first, I was excited to help, until I found out what kind of thing the wedding will be. Now, not one person in my side of the family is excited to help with the planning and the wedding in general. First of all, in my family, we honor traditions. My brother claims he's not traditional and neither is his fiance, so tradition will play a small role in their wedding, but their wedding won't be centered around it. That means no traditional music or practices we have regarding the ceremony or even the reception. I told him it's crappy to do a non-traditional wedding when most of our family are people of tradition, and he shouldn't expect people to enjoy the wedding if it's like a club. He said that it's not his problem to deal with and that whoever doesn't like it can simply not attend. That pissed me off because wedding is about families and he doesn't seem to take our opinions into consideration at all. He also decided not to invite many relatives and chose to keep his budget low and decided to take relatives off the guest list so he could invite more friends. My mother, father, and I try to talk him out of it, but he said the next time we try to police what he'll do with the wedding, he'll consider removing us from the planning and anything related to the wedding. I tried to talk some sense into the bride, but she wouldn't give me a straight answer whenever I tried to speak with her. She would only say stuff like, we'll see or we'll think about it. My brother cussed me out for trying to put his fiancée in an uncomfortable position and claimed that I'm trying to guilt trip and manipulate her. I told him that I can't support and be okay with his wedding choices and plans because they're offensive to our family and that they're being ridiculous by removing everything traditional from it. He claims that I'm a jerk. 
while choosing to respect and follow tradition can be a great thing, I feel like there's a very strong disconnect with OP and their brother as far as who a wedding is for and about. I'm going to say OP is the jerk because, in my opinion, the wedding should be about the bride and the groom and what they want, not their families and what their families want from the wedding. The families aren't getting married. I say let the brother do what they want to do. If you're that offended by it, don't go. And that's that, really. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. So of all these stories I've read today, which is your favorite and why? Let me know in the comments down below. And if you haven't yet, if you could like and subscribe, that would mean a lot to me. Whatever you do, whether it's liking, subscribing, turning notifications on, all of it helps grow this channel and I appreciate the heck out of it. So until next time, I'll see you all tomorrow with some more stories. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 